Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sexual Wellness for Women podcast, your trusted resource for sexual wellness during menopause and the different stages of life. I'm your host, Allie. I'm a board-certified sexologist, professional sex coach, and certified integrative wellness coach. As I pursue my PhD in mind-body medicine, I'm dedicated to providing you with the knowledge, tools, and support you need to navigate the complexities of sexual wellness. I combine scientific knowledge with a compassionate and holistic approach. I believe in the power of mind-body connection and the transformative potential of embracing our unique central selves. So whether you're in menopause, perimenopause, or simply seeking guidance on sexual wellness, this podcast is for you. It's time to prioritize your sexual well-being and embrace the vibrant, confident, and fulfilled woman that you are. Today is Friday, February 16th, 2024. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen. If you'd like to find out more about me and sign up for sex coaching, please visit thepassionzone.com. And don't forget, if you like this episode, please give it a five-star rating, review it, or share it with three friends. We are in season two. This is episode number 22. I have moved the newsletter and the podcast both to Friday because Friday is the day of love. And that's where I originally wanted to have it. So that's where it is. <laughs> I hope you've all been doing well. The last time I talked to y'all, it was October of 2023. Um, my uh, dyslexic and ADHD brain got on a tangent about something last October, a path. And then I just, my brain just ping-ponged me around for a while. And now here I am. Um, yes, I'm still in school, still pursuing my PhD in mind-body medicine. I'm fine. Nothing, you know, major has come up. Just a lot of little things uh, that when I get pulled out of a routine, it kind of throws me for a loop and it takes me a while to get back into a routine again. So that's where I've been and I apologize for being away so long. But let's move on for the weekend wellness tip. It's experimenting with lubricants. They can enhance pleasure and reduce discomfort during sex. There are many types of lubes, so find out what works best for you. My two favorites are liquid sex and quim, Q-U-I-M. And for lubricants, when you do use it, please remember to put a little bit around your vaginal opening, and the rest goes on your partner. Okay? If anything's going to be inserted, it's got to go on whatever's going in there. Uh, you just can't have it on one or the other. It's got to be both. Okay? Just thought I'd throw that little tidbit in there while I'm talking about lubricants. Now, moving on to the topic this week. Does sex feel like a chore? It's this concern frequently among clients in my private practice at the Passion Zone and with my work at the Maven Clinic. Sex can sometimes feel like... That check this off. It's a check off on our to-do list, and it can get there for many reasons. You're too tired from the day's work. You're not in the mood, which seems like you're never in the mood. And of course, there's still stuff to do around the house. And the list can go on and on and on, as we all know. Now, while all of those can be true, what else might be going on is your hormones took a hike or are involved in another aspect of your body. Postpartum and menopause do different things with your hormones. Postpartum, if you're breastfeeding, that is where your hormones are at. They're helping you make milk for the baby. 
If you're not breastfeeding, it still takes six to eight weeks for your hormones to return. After you get done breastfeeding, it can take anywhere between four to six months for your hormone to hormones to return. So if you breastfeed for a year, wait another four to six months after that, and your hormones should return um, back to your loins for more sexual activity. All right. Now, if you're in menopause, I'm sorry, but they've gone. <laughs> Those hormones have left and left you behind. And what's worse than us not getting that love and feeling is our partners think it's them, that they are the reason, they believe they are the reason, that we do not want to get intimate. Now, of course, this doesn't describe everybody, but those who identify as a male need sex usually to feel emotionally close to their partner. Those who identify as a female need the emotional connection first, and then sex follows. So we are completely opposite. And our brains are our largest sex organ. If your brain is not thinking of sex, your body's going to follow. It's not going to want any sex. So <laughs> sex on the brain. Now, my best three tips that can work in either postpartum, um, breastfeeding, or menopause. This is to get your love and feeling back, okay? So sex is not so much a chore. Number one, read romance novels a chapter a night. I give this, this um, recommendation to just about every single person I talk to. Read romance novels. When sex is not on the brain, it's not going to get there. It just isn't. When you're reading a romance novel, and it doesn't have to be an erotic romance novel if you don't want it to be. It can just be, you know, ordinary romance. It helps put sex and romance back on the brain. It helps for you to think about it a little more. Okay, and if you're thinking about it a little more, you may approach your partner for sex instead of them approaching you. And that is always a good thing, right? Number two, recreate intimacy by having date nights. Whether you've been married for 40 years or you just had a child six, eight weeks ago, a few six months ago, whatever it may be, you have to have that intimacy between you. And the best way to do that is to keep a standard date night. This can be every other week if you want it. Once a month isn't, isn't enough, just to let you know. Um, I prefer every week that uh, couples go out. And it doesn't have to be something major. It can be a walk in the park. That's your date. Okay. And it doesn't have to be a whole weekend. It can be an hour. And that's all you want to take from being away from your baby or being away from home. But going out, having date nights, helps to provide that intimacy that you both need. And that intimacy will carry over to the bedroom. Number three, being present. Ladies, do not multitask task during sex. Focus on where you are and what you are doing. I know we multitask very easily. All women do. But your partner needs to know that you're present. You may think it doesn't matter to them one way or the other. They just they just want to have sex. But I'm telling you, it does matter. Okay? So focus in on the task at hand. And number four, be honest with your partner if some smooth moves no longer work. As we age, as we give birth to little babies, our bodies change. And what felt good for us, you know, just a year ago doesn't feel good now. 
you have to let them know. Can't tell them directly because you're afraid you're going to hurt their ego? Write it down and give it to them. If you don't want to do that, buy a couple books on sex. Leave them around the place. Leave them in your bedroom. Read. Read in bed with the sex books. Um, they will eventually get the hint. And you can point out, hey, honey, we try this. This kind of looks fun. What do you think? You know, we know how to have men, how to give men an idea or a partner an idea and have them think they, they are the ones that came up with that idea, correct? Mm -hmm. um, all people seem to be very skilled in that. <laughs> so that's what you need to do. If they cannot take comments about what you need in the bedroom, and every partner should be able to receive comments from the other partner. It's never anything personal. Our bodies change. Therefore, what we like changes. Figure out a different way to let them know. All right? So here we are at the end. Uh, give my four suggestions a try. And if you want to talk more, connect with me during, through a free discovery session. The link to schedule one of those free discovery sessions is below in the show's notes. And I want to thank you for joining me here on Sexual Wellness for Women. If you found the information valuable and enjoyed the topic, please take a moment to rate and review the episode. Your feedback helps to reach more people and spread the message of sexual wellness. And please remember, the more listeners we have, the more people that can help have their aha moments regarding their sexual well-being. So please share this podcast with your friends, family, and anyone who can benefit from these discussions. And speaking of helping others, Remember to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Wisdom, where I share even more tips, tricks, and inspiration on these platforms to support you in your journey towards sexual wellness. Lastly, I want to remind you that you are a wonderful sexual being. Embrace your uniqueness, care for yourself, and prioritize your sexual well-being. Remember, pleasure and fulfillment are your birthright. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you have a passionate week ahead. I'll catch you next time for more empowering topics on sexual wellness with women.